By the time you hear this, the full moon for October will have been and gone, which means next up when it comes to the moonology of the month is something very, very exciting. It's all in this week's episode. Welcome to the Mainly Moonology podcast. I'm your host, Yasmin Boland, an award-winning astrologer and the Sunday Times best-selling author of books including Moonology and creator of the Moonology Oracle Cards. My intention for this podcast is to help you understand how you can create your dream life using Mainly Moonology, the moon, as your guide. Hello and welcome to this week's Mainly Moonology podcast. And, you know, we are now moving into some pretty exciting times. If you are someone who likes to live consciously and live intentionally, then now is the time to make sure you set aside in your daily schedule for some meditating, for some chanting, for some journaling, for some card pulling, a bit of yoga, whatever it is you do to stay on track spiritually. Because here's the thing, by the time you hear this, by the time this podcast goes live, the full moon, which was the full moon in Aries, marking the start of a new full moon cycle, the full moon in Aries will have been and gone. Okay, so the full moon was in Aries. It's interesting because it was the first of the new cycle. The full moon will now cycle through all the 12 signs of the zodiac over the coming 12 months. But really, once the full moon is gone, it's really gone. It's like, Well, we might still be in the full moon phase, but what's really interesting right now is the fact that it means that in two weeks we are going to have the new moon. And this month, guess what? It's going to be a new moon eclipse. And I'm not going to lie, even talking about this slightly makes my heart beat a little faster because new moon eclipses are massive. They are a time when a portal opens up and we can jump through it or we don't. You may have already found out that uh, there are certain things in your life which are changing. Uh, They don't always happen exactly at the time of the the new moon or the full moon. It can be uh, something, a big change in your life, a big new door opening, uh, could be leaving something behind, could be leaving a bad habit, a bad relationship. It could it could be leaving behind the way things have been between you and someone and while you're still with them, doing things differently. For example, so the new moon eclipse is going to be taking place on October 25, October the 25th, Um, And it's going to be in the sign of Scorpio. But if you are not a Scorpio, don't think, oh, well, it doesn't apply to me. I'm not Scorpio. It's going to mean something different for everybody. And I'm going to tell you all about that uh, in one second. But first, let me just run through the times of the full moon uh, in the major cities around the world. If you've got my Moonology Diary 2022, you can find it in there. But it's taking place in London on October the 25th at 11.48am. In Sydney, it's October the 25th at 9.48pm. In LA, baby, it's October 25 at 3.48 a.m. And in New York, it's October the 25th at 6.48 a.m. And so it doesn't always happen, but in this case, it's going to be taking place 
on October the 25th, pretty much wherever you are in the world. So let's quickly run through where it's taking place in your chart. And I am going to ask you again, if you know your rising sign, listen to that. I won't go into it, but it's to do with the fact that your rising sign is your first house. It's the way your chart is actually laid out based on your time, date and place of birth. And if you don't know your rising sign, but you really want to, go to moonmessages.com forward slash free chart, pause the podcast, go and do that moonmessages.com forward slash free chart, free chart being one word, get your rising sign, and then you're going to get a really good idea of where it's taking place for you. So if you are Aries, or rather, if you are, let's just do the rising, okay, find out your rising sign. (laughs) It's a really good thing to do. The only thing is if you don't know your rising sign and you can't find it out and your mum or dad or whoever can't remember or maybe grandmas can remember sometimes um, or it's not in your birth certificate and the hospital doesn't know, if you ring the hospital, they don't know, then go with your star sign. There's nothing else you can do apart from going to a kinesiologist and getting muscle tested and then maybe going to an electional astrologer and getting it sort of teased out of you like that. If you don't know, in the short term, just use your star sign. But I'm going to be talking about rising signs here. And I hope that, uh, and if you don't know, just listen to your your rising sign. If you don't know your, sorry, if you don't know your star sign, just listen to your rising sign. So if you are Aries or Aries rising, it's taking place in your eighth house. So this is your zone of sex and money. And eclipses are always about change. So expect big changes when it comes to sex and or money. If you are Taurus or Taurus rising, it's taking place in your seventh house. So that is your love zone. So expect hopefully really wonderful and positive developments for reasons I'll go to in a minute to do with your love life. And if you're brokenhearted and you need to move on from the past, this is a really good time to do a ceremony under the eclipse and just say, right, that's it. Restart. If you are Gemini or Gemini rising, it's taking place in your sixth house of daily life and health. So expect big changes when it comes to your daily life and health. If you are Cancerian or a moon child, as I like to call it, it's taking place in your fifth house, which is very nice because um, that's your fun zone. It's the part of your chart that's about romance, creativity and children. So there's a burst of new lovely energy coming into those parts of your life. If you are Leo or Leo rising, it's taking place in your fourth house of home and family. So for you, it's big changes, shifts to do with home, where you live, who you live with, and family matters. If you are Virgo or Virgo rising, it's taking place in your third house. Now, this is a big one because Virgo rising people tend to be rather critical or self-critical. Your third house is your communication zone. So it's a chance for you to change the way you communicate even the way you're doing self-talk, because a lot of uh, Virgos kind of constantly tell themselves, you know, your negative things. So it's a way to change the way you're thinking and communicating and listening and just basically communicating. What's your dream life like? Did you know you can manifest and dream that to life? Aileen here, Yasmin's podcast producer. I'd like to take a second to invite you to Yasmin's signature seven-day moonology manifesting challenge. It is a challenge where we work with the moon to manifest our innermost desires. In the challenge, we will go through what's stopping you from reaching your best life and what steps you need to take to get closer to it. On day eight, Yasmin will be going live to answer some of your burning questions on manifesting. 
Get ready to clear your chakras and chant your way to your dream life. Head on to NinojiManifestingChallenge.com to register. The next challenge starts on October 19th. We'll see you there. If you are Libra or Liberalizing, it's taking place in your second house. Now, this is great because if you are going through a crisis of confidence, if you're not sure how much you love yourself, if you're lacking in self-esteem, it's a really good time to boost your self-esteem. And it also means a really nice new start coming for you when it comes to cash, property and possessions. If you are Scorpio rising, then of course the new moon is taking place in your first house and that is your appearance. So it's a really good time to change your appearance, but it's also a chance for you to pretty much bring a new fresh energy to anything in your life, especially if you were born kind of October 19 to 25, then it's going to be hitting your sun, which is extremely exciting. It's a very positive eclipse. I'll go to it, go into it in a minute. But if you're born October 19 to 25 or thereabouts, uh, it will be hitting your sun, which means you can expect a very memorable year. If you are Sagittarius rising, then um, this is a big one for you because it's the new moon in your 12th house, which is the spirituality zone, but also the fear zone. So essentially what it is, it's your reminder from the universe that once a year you need to check in with yourself, check in with your spiritual life. How am I doing on the spiritual front and help use your spirituality to help you work through your fears. If you are Capricorn rising, then this is a really big one for you because it's taking place in your 11th house, which is the house of the thing wished for. Therefore, I would strongly suggest that on the night of the new moon eclipse, as soon after it as you can, based on the times I gave you, Make sure you make some wishes. It's the most powerful time of the year for you to be making wishes of your Capricorn rising. Um, and it also means there's a whole new blast of fresh energy coming into your social life, which is great. If you are Aquarius rising, then the new moon eclipse is taking place in your 10th house, which is career. So there's a whole blast of fresh new energy coming to you where it comes to your career and ambitions. Um, if you haven't been very happy in your career now, it's going to be a much better time for you to move forwards, um, you know, but just remember, if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. And then finally, if you are Pisces rising, it's a new start for you on some kind of international level to do with study, travel, adventure, and the great cosmic quest. And if that doesn't sound exciting, I really don't know what does. So now that you know where the new moon is taking place, what's next? Well, first of all, before I go any further, I just want to mention that if you are on the west coast of the United States, I'll be doing two eclipse workshops uh, at the end of October. I'm going to be doing one at the LA bookstore, the Mystic Journey bookstore, uh, that's going to be on October 23, 11.30am uh, to 3pm. You can get tickets details from moonmessages.com forward slash LA 2022. That's moonmessages.com forward slash LA 2022. Uh, and then on October the 28th, I'm going to be doing one with the East West Bookshop um, in a place called Bothwell, which is near Seattle in, in Washington. 
uh, on October 28th. That one was go- is going to be, I think, 9.30 p.m. to, uh, sorry, 7.30 p.m. to 9 p.m. And uh, you can get details there, moonmessages.com forward slash WA2022, WA for Washington, moonmessages.com forward slash WA2022. So let's talk about this eclipse. The amazing thing about this eclipse is that it's taking place close to the planet Venus, which is the planet of love and abundance. So eclipses are wild cards. You can never be too sure exactly how it's going to play out. And it's because of that that eclipses tend to be um, problematic when we're not fulfilling our life purpose. So if you know that you have wandered off your path, you know, maybe you've been derailed by stress or life or events or upsets and you've been kind of messing things up, you know you're not living the way you would like to be living and you know you want to do better and change things, Well, guess what? Now is the time where something can happen that's just going to push you into making these changes, whether you're ready or not. Because at the end of the day, being on your life, doing your life purpose is why you incarnated, okay? That said, if you're on the right track, then it's pretty safe to say that what happens now could actually send you towards something really wonderful because the new moon eclipse is taking place near the planet Venus. Now, I don't know if you listen to all the 12 signs, but in one of them, and I can't remember which one it was now, I mentioned that old NLP saying of if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. And that could be a bit of a theme with this new moon eclipse. Uh, you know, so if you've been doing what you've always done, you've just been getting the same old, same old, it's time to make some changes. And then just after the new moon, we actually get a really lovely combination, uh, planetary combination between Mercury and Mars. So very good time to be making wishes and also to be communicating about whatever it is that you want to talk to about anyone who's important in your life or when it comes to abundance. So just the top three things that you can do this month to work with the eclipse is set some intentions. Okay, so on the night uh, just after the new moon eclipse, not before, just after the new moon eclipse, take some time to write out some intentions. Really important visualize whatever it is that you want, really important. And also on the day, make time to do a little bit of a ceremony. I'll be doing one on Facebook, but as I said, I'll also be doing actual proper workshops in the United States, um, October 23, so that's just before the eclipse in LA, moonmessages.com forward slash LA 2022. And just after the eclipse uh, in Bothwell, near Seattle in Washington, October 28, moonmessages.com. WA 2022, and I'll put the links for the workshops in there. They're actually limited seating at both of those workshops. So if you are, I don't know how many tickets we've sold, but to be on the safe side, um, come along, uh, get your tickets ASAP. Meditation is also going to be really, really powerful. Uh, this new moon, and also visualization. So in particular, if you want to just work with it in a general sense, the best thing you can do in the lead up and during the eclipse and after the eclipse is decide what you want and visualize it, feel it in your body, see it as real, and just keep focused on it. I'm going to finish up with a kind of a rundown about the astrology of the week ahead. Um, October 10, we've actually got a lovely Venus-Chiron connection. So there's a lot of healing in the air the day that this podcast goes live. 
Um, if you feel as though, you know, if you've been hurt, it can be a time when you start to feel better about things. Then also on October the 10th, we have uh, the planet of communications, Mercury, going into the sign of Libra. And if you've been following the stars, you know that Libra, sorry, well, you know that Libra is the sign of relationships and Mercury was going backwards in Libra for some time uh, before flipping back into the previous sign. And it's now going forwards again into the sign of Libra. So if you've been having any relationship dramas, it's going to be time to kind of smooth over those, work things out, hopefully. Then October the 12th, we get a lovely Sun trine Saturn alignment. Actually, we're going to feel that on October the 10th and the 11th. Uh, that's very constructive. It means things can settle down. Um, there is also a Mars square Neptune aspect happening on October the 12th. So just be patient with yourself if you're not 100% sure of the way forwards. Just keep talking, keep the lines of communications open. And actually by October the 14th, it's really nice. A lot of romantic or abundance issues should have been settled by the end of the week. All right, so I'm going to leave it there. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you're feeling a bit prepared about the eclipse. I thought I'd get all that information in now because, you know, by the time you hear this, there's only going to be two weeks to the eclipse. You need to, it's forewarned, it's forearmed with these things. So start to think about what you want and uh, start to think about where in your life you need a restart. And also think about the part of your chart where it's taking place and how you can bring about changes in that part of your life. All right, thanks for listening. And uh, again, if you're in the USA, I'd love to see you at the workshops. The links are in the show notes below. Thanks. I hope you've enjoyed this week's Mainly Moonology podcast. If you've enjoyed it, please subscribe, give us a review, and we'll be eternally grateful. We publish the podcast every Monday, 4 p.m. UK time, 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern, and I'm afraid to say it's silly o'clock in Australia, but it will be there when you wake up on a Tuesday morning. Have a great week.